For the week of November 13th, this is Mojo Weekly. I am John. Jason Giambi's up to bat. He's going to hip, hop, hippity, hippity, hip, hop, and don't stop. Fly ball left field. It's me. It's Josh. You're going to have to explain that one to me. I have no idea what the fuck that was. I mean, okay, I, know who, so, uh, I know who Jason Giambi is, but I, I have no idea what the fuck just back happened. In the day, back in the day, growing up with like ESPN and SportsCenter on, uh, you know, mornings before school and stuff. It's yeah. like they, they told their broadcasters, they told their sportscasters to be a little more lively and a little more energetic. So they used to get a little crazier and then a little uh-huh. crazier and then a little crazier. Uh-huh. And a guy named Mike Tirico, he used to just, man, he would just rap and, and dance and get all crazy with it. And that's that's one of them, I swear to God. A hip hop, a hippity hippity hip hop, fly ball left field. Like, <laughs> I loved it. All right. That's it. That's, that's it. I like it. I, I like it. it. All right. Well, Josh, you know. The last few weeks, we haven't had a ton of news to talk about. That changes now, motherfucker. Oh, my God. Motherfucker. <laughs> Change, did, changes all around us. Did you watch the uh, the Game Awards? Of course I didn't. Well, all I didn't. right. That's awesome. That's, that's actually good news, so I'm not going to be just telling you shit you already know. So here we go. Uh, the Game Awards happened on Thursday evening. Uh, It was a virtual event, as you probably would imagine, and it went off pretty much without a hitch. It was a pretty smooth show, and actually, I kind of prefer the whole virtual thing, because you didn't have to deal with a lot of the bullshit um, that comes along with the Game Awards. I mean, we still had to sit through, like, goofy acceptance speeches, which is just, you know, that's just part of the beast, right? That's just what what a Game Awards show should be. But at the same time, Mm -hmm. the Game Awards, you know, as you're watching it, you're like, is what happened to the awards? Is this an award show? Um, because it's mainly game trailers and reveals and, uh, you know, they'll, they'll bust out some musical numbers and, uh, fucking Eddie Vedder showed up. That was weird. Um, that's fucking, weird. It's fucking surreal. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's, but, but nevertheless, I'm, we're not even going to talk about the game awards themselves really. Cause who gives a shit? Like last of us two won everything. Like it ran the table. So that's really all you need to know. Damn, last of uh, us too, huh? Yeah, I guess. Uh, hmm. And um, I'm surprised that he didn't just award Hideo Kojima something just because, um, because right. that's that's what uh, that's what uh, Jeff Keighley uh, seems to like to do every year is just give Kojima like just an award for something, even if he's not working on anything. Um, <laughs> but but that didn't happen this year. I don't think there were I don't think there was a single mention of uh, Kojima. Maybe I missed it, but whatever. So. Let's get a wow. let's, let's get down to the announcements because that's really the only reason people tune into this shit, right? Um, so here's one: uh, Microsoft revealed a new Perfect Dark game. That's big news. That is big news. Now, Perfect Dark Zero for the 360 was kind of balls, um, but it had its issues. But I thought it was a decent game. It had it, fun uh, couch co-player, co co multiplayer. Um, mm-hmm. Playing the, playing through the game wasn't bad. I didn't. I, a lot of people hated on it, but I don't think it was a bad game. Uh, you know, I think it was a disappointing game. You know, people were expecting sure. something, uh, and I, I give that game a solid C. Um, yeah. But anyway, uh, so it's not being developed by Rare. Rather, it's being developed by a Santa Monica Santa Monica based studio called The Initiative, mm. uh, and it takes place in a world shaped by ecological disasters. Uh, corporations provided quote solutions and a better world, but that doesn't look like it's going to turn out so well in the end. Uh, mm-hmm. nothing really, you know, it was like a CG trailer, nothing really shown, just, uh, basically saying, 
you know, uh, Perfect Dark's coming. Uh, next up, uh, Sephiroth is going to be, he's the next character in Smash Brothers for some fucking reason. Um, wow. <clears throat> you know, that's, that's pretty cool. That's a pretty yeah. cool, uh, addition. A lot, a lot of people love Sephiroth and, um, <clears throat> a chance to hear his music on a stage would be pretty badass. But, you know, rolling back one second here, um, just yeah, sure. to let you know, I'm going to blow your mind with this one. I, I oh, hope I do oh, at least. Okay. Lay it but, on me. Yeah. But the N64 Perfect Dark was yeah. a solid C as well. So people need to get over their shit. Yeah, I just popped a uh, an image into our chat so you can see it. Uh, this Ooh. is an image of Sephiroth uh, stabbing the shit out of Mario. So enjoy that. <laughs> Epic. That looks wonderful. Yeah. Um, great. Uh, so anyway, uh, next up, uh, not to be outdone, Master Chief is coming to Fortnite. So there you go. Oh. Uh, moving right along, uh, Bioware showed a tiny bit of Dragon uh, Dragon Age 4. Uh, we talked about this last week. Um, boy, I'm kind of sorry that we talked about it last week because it, sh- <laughs> it showed nothing. Like, fucking nothing. Um, yeah. Uh, speaking of showing nothing, uh, Bioware is working on Mass Effect, and they basically just showed a teaser that said, you know, Mass Effect is not, you know, will continue or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, so it's it, it was it was not much of a reveal, but good news for uh, people who are super into Mass Effect that Bioware is back on the Mass Effect bandwagon. Here's something cool. Um, are you a fan of the Dead Space games? Of course not. You know what? Okay, there was one rail shooter Dead Space game that was pretty cool <laughs> on the Wii. That was that was fun. That was fun, but otherwise, no. God no. <laughs> I love how you just subvert all expectations. You're like, uh, no, the the fucking mainline series that everybody fucking loved. Fuck that shit. I like the rail shooter spinoff that nobody gave a shit about on the Wii. That's my business. I liked it. It was all right. It reminded yeah. me of an arcade shooter style. Oh, I thought it was pretty fun. Uh, so anyway, there's a game coming out called The Callisto Protocol, and that's one hell of a name. It's uh, it's it's uh, it's it's made by the creator of Dead Space, and it sure mm-hmm. as hell looks like a Dead Space game to me. And uh, he said he wants to make the quote. Now pay attention. Single most scariest game. Whoa. Yeah, I'm not sure if English isn't his first language or he's just like got a third grade vocabulary, but single most it. most scariest. Yeah. I could, I got chills. You can see mm-hmm. the the hair is standing up on my arm and my neck. That's that's scary. Yeah. Damn. You or your oh, I kids, hope it is. You or your kids ever play Ark? Oh, those the uh Dino game? Yeah, a little bit here and there. I know there was a Pixar game too or some kind of a pixelated version of it or something like that. I don't know. It's it seems like something the kids are into, yeah. Yeah, my kid uh was obsessed with Ark for a long time. Uh we saw a trailer for Ark 2 last night and uh starring Vin Diesel. What? <laughs> yep. <laughs> fucking what? fucking Vin Diesel, man. Uh, All right. Yeah, well, that's, that's that's the thing. I, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't look anything like Ark, other than the fact that it fucking it's got like dinosaurs and shit. Uh, yeah, it, it it was weird at first. I was like, is this a Chronicles of Riddick game? But uh, no, it, it 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 was Ark. Um, you know what? <clears throat> a badass sequel to that that Xbox original uh, Chronicles of Riddick game would be pretty awesome. Was that Butcher Bay or something like that? That was a good game. Yeah, something like that. Um. 
So let's see. Uh, the studio behind the games Gone Home and Tacoma uh, announced a new game called Open Roads, and it's about a mom and a daughter searching for the truth, et cetera, fucking whatever. Moving right along. Uh, Sounds season, awesome. Uh, a game called Season was announced. It's uh, it's a bicycle road trip game. It's got cool animation. That looked neat. Um, wow. uh, road 96, another another indie game uh, about a country in turmoil. Hmm. Uh, boy. Is that, the, uh, is that a story of the current state of the United States of America? Yeah, it's like, uh, I don't need to play that. I'm fucking living it, all right? <laughs> uh, dude, this was the, this one that I'm about to talk to, talk about, was the announcement of the game for me. Um, this was the one that I was like, this was the one where I was like, fuck yes, this is what I needed. Uh, there's going to be a new Left for Dead game. Oh my god. Uh, called Back for Blood. Um, it's, it's, uh, the original Left 4 Dead studio, Turtle Rock, um, is making this game and it looks basically it's fucking Left 4 Dead. It's, it's, it is Left 4 Dead part three for all intents and purposes. So nice. It's a combi, uh, co-op zombie basher, uh, but more and bigger. And, uh, it, apparently the alpha, uh, demo is coming out soon. It might even be out now. I don't even know. Um, and the game itself uh, is scheduled for release in June, and I'm super oh, yeah. excited. Super excited. Yeah. Are the, uh, no, so no, there's been two Left 4 Dead games. This mm-hmm. this will be the third. Um, is are the first two Left 4 Dead games are those co-op multiplayer as well? Yep, four player co-op nice. online. They're fucking great, man. Uh, we back in the uh, old Team Fremont Live and Drunken Gamers days, we used to have uh, Left 4 Dead nights uh, every week, and it was such a blast. Uh, we had a good time. Um, so I'm, ex- I'm excited to get back on that. Uh, I've, I've always wondered, like, why they didn't continue this series, you know, uh, because it was just such a great series, super popular. People still play Left 4 Dead. Um, so, yeah, yeah. It's, I'm glad to see that it's coming back. Damn, and a, and a Team Fremont mention. Where was that on your John Bingo card for this week? <laughs> <laughs> Got to go back to my roots, boy. Yeah, I guess so. All right, uh, Disco Elysium uh, is getting a final cut update. So this is a game I've always wanted to play. Uh, it's 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 considered to be like one of the best PC RPGs of all time. So I haven't had a chance to play it. Um, it's going to be coming out on uh, Switch a little later, but uh, PS4 and PS5 it's coming out uh, in March with the uh, the final cut. So I'm excited to play that. I think I'll download that to my PS5 and check it out. <clears throat> right on. Uh, Among Us got a new map or is getting a new map coming in early 2021. I know all the kids are about that, so you'll be able to play on an airship now. Uh, Among Us is actually pretty badass. It's a great yeah. game. It, t- it takes the whole like uh, social uh, challenges and being uh, deceitful and dishonest to your friends uh, to a whole new level. If you like uh, Secret Hitler or um, Werewolf, those type of games that people love to play at conventions, dude, Among Us is just a virtual version of that and came at the per- perfect time during the goddamn pandemic, too. Yeah, so uh, the other night, my team at work had an Among Us night. And, <laughs> of course. Uh, and uh, so I I had, like, it went from four to six, and I had some work to get done, but I still, you know, because I want to be a good manager and shit, I was like, I still want to participate somehow. So I had my kid play for me. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, this is another great uh, announcement. Um, so you, are you familiar with the final, uh, sorry, the Friday, the 13th game that was, that's been around I, for a while and will be decommissioned, decommissioned soon. 
Yeah, I heard about the decommissioning. Yes, and um, I've actually played it quite a bit over the last fall and summer, especially around Halloween on on Friday the thirteenth, which I believe was in November or maybe October. It was I don't remember. But, I can't um, remember. It was my November. Friends and I had a like a three, a three or four hour we had like a three or four hour session of it. So yeah, it's great. Like well, Josh, Josh, those nights don't need to go away because there's going to be an Evil Dead game that looks exactly like the Friday the Thirteenth game. Holy and, shit. Uh, yeah, it looks great, and I will definitely check it out when it comes out. Uh, <laughs> I don't think a release date was announced, but, you know, whatever. Uh, next up, awesome. Se- Century Age Age of Ashes is coming. It looks a bit like uh, uh, Panzer Dragoon, kind of, but it's a multiplayer dogfight-style dog combat game uh, with dragons and shit. So uh, you're flying around like... Uh, you know, it looks like Game of Thrones a little bit, you know, that kind of interesting. That kind of thing. Looks cool. Cool. Uh, <laughs> we, everybody's heard of Returnal already. It's a game for uh, PS5 that was announced a while back. Uh, an announcement was uh, a release date was announced. Uh, it's coming in March. So that's all I need to nice. know. Nice. Super Meat Boy Forever is coming out in two weeks. So there you go. Coming out Christmas. on. Yep. December 23rd. Dude, just in time for Christmas. Wow. Yeah, just fucking kick yourself in the nuts for Christmas. Basically. Uh, Fall Guys third season is coming uh, on December 15th, so just a couple days after this episode drops. Nice. Uh, Yakuza coming to PC like fucking every Yakuza game, every mainline Yakuza game out there. So there you go. Uh, Coming to PC and Game Pass. Nice. So enjoy that. Uh, so this game looked neat until I saw the title and I'm like, what? Uh, so it's a game called fist. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so a rabbit punches people, uh, runs around in like a 2d, 3d kind of, kind of landscape. Looked like a cool game. Uh, you know, like a dystopian kind of, uh, futuristic cityscape. So it looked neat. Um, don't really fist. know anything about the release date. Uh, evil. <sighs> Evil West uh, was announced. It's a cowboy, uh, a cult cowboy shooter. Uh, you're a cowboy. You shoot vampires. Uh, yeah, it's from Wa- Flying Wild Hog Studio, who apparently made Hard Reset and Shadow Warrior games. So there you go. It looked pretty neat. Interesting. Uh, it looked like a cross between, I don't know, Red Dead and Bloodborne, maybe. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. A little bit of Bloodborne and some uh, Sunset Riders. Is that what you meant? Uh, sure, I'll take that too. Um, Ruined King is a first is a single player League of Legends game. So, if you're into that shit, sounds uh, awesome. uh, <laughs> The Elder Scrolls Online is headed to Oblivion. So, uh, the game's 2021 Gates of Oblivion update is headed back to the setting of the Elder Scrolls Four. Um, so there you go. Uh, Epic's Unreal Tournament series. Uh, the weapons from that series are coming to Warframe. So, fucking, you know, whatever. Cool. And uh, and that, my friend, is pretty much it. Oh, you know, but there there was one other thing that I want to mention um, that's not included in this recap is uh, Capcom. Yeah. Uh, uh, Capcom, I believe it's called Capcom Stadium, something like Capcom Arcade Stadium is what it's called. And, the arcade uh, Stadium. Yep. There are going to be, I believe, 32 games out there. 
Um, and it sounds to me, you remember uh, those those pinball arcade games where you download kind of basically like the, the client. You're, you're like downloading the, the, the shell of the game and you probably yep. get one or two pinball games for free and then you can add more pinball games uh, as you see fit. Oh. That's kind of the deal that they're doing with uh, Capcom Arcade Stadium. You download it. I think you get a couple games for free. And then there are different packs that are coming. <laughs> what, oh. what's, what's unclear to me is uh, it said there are three packs. I don't know if you have to buy them buy them, you know, by the bundle or if you can buy them individually. Either way, don't give a shit. What's important to me is that Pro Gear is going to be uh, in this huh? Capcom Arcade Stadium. I've never played Pro Gear. Pro Gear is a uh, horizontal uh, shoot 'em up developed by Cave for Capcom. Uh, in Holy 2001. Shit. So uh, I am buying it because I've always wanted to play Pro Gear. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for real. I, I saw a lot of games on that list, and you totally just uh, gave me some information there about the packs and stuff and buying the client for it, just like those old pinball games on the PS3 or whatever. Yeah. Um, I initially, initially, I just thought it was a pack of like 32 games, classic on one, you know, physical thing or whatever. But uh, apparently, that's not the not the case. Yeah. Uh, so I'm very excited about that. In other Capcom news. <laughs> Uh, there is a new ghoul, uh, Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection game yeah. coming out. Um, looks yep. kind of neat. You know, people always complain about these updated 2D games when they have, like, the cartoony graphics. And the most common cliche complaint I hear is, oh, it looks like a Flash game. Uh, I, don't yeah. think it looks, I don't think it looks bad. I think it looks fine. And, and I'll totally check it out. I'm always up for some more Ghosts and Goblins. got that 2.5 uh, cel-shadedness to it. Um, little, so a little bit, yeah. I guess we'll, I guess we'll see. Um, I really, really loved Ultimate Ghouls and Ghosts, though. That was the PSP, uh, technically the fourth game in the series, and that was an awesome game. So yep. uh, if this is like that, then we're in luck. So, Yeah, man. And, you know, I won't get past the first level, but I'll still buy it. <laughs> Same. Same. Uh, so there you go. Uh, I've got one more uh, late-breaking news announcement. Uh, this, to me, was the best news announcement of the week. Um, I'm a big fan of Onion Games. Uh, which is uh, found a studio founded by Yoshira Kimura. Uh, he's the creator of Moon, Million, Un- Million Onion Hotel, Blackbird, Dandy Dungeon, and of course, one of my favorite PS2 games, Tulip. Uh, uh, he nice. has he has announced that Onion Games will be working on a new sandbox RPG. Ooh! And and I want to read I want to read his statement in full because uh, it's it's like classic Kimura, like it's. It's his personality uh, written out on the page. So let me just read this to you. Okay. He, he says, hello, everyone. This is Yoshira Kimura from Onion Games. I've decided Onion Games will make our first sandbox RPG. I think this will probably be my final RPG. Over, <laughs> over the course of working on Million Onion Hotel, Blackbird, Dandy Dungeon, and the Port of Moon, I resolved to take up this challenge. This world is full of irrational events. Can children ever hope to overcome this irrationality, which adults have left unresolved? In bringing back the romantic fairy tale nature of RPGs, I want to discover my own answer to this question. But still, <clears throat> I, hear, I hear voices of doubt, of, of doubt. RPGs are tough work. We need to create, or we need to keep our creative ambitions in check, but without striving for ideals, our output won't inspire. I'm sure I'll suffer through comparing it with my past works, but I'm going to push on. 
Despite all this, I will see it through. And if I don't start now, I may never be able to make it. This is my last chance, both in terms of age and stamina. So this will be my last RPG. I'm going to pour my all into it. And if it ends with this, so be it. The adventure starts now. Wow. <laughs> That's both moving and adorable. Yeah, right? <laughs> Isn't it? I was like, God damn, I love this guy. Uh, yeah. I, love, I love his games. Um, I feel badly that I, I purchased uh, the Moon remake, but I haven't had a chance to start it yet because I'm trying to finish Mother 3 first. I'm trying to work through a series of uh, RPGs. Gotcha. Um, and, uh, and I don't want to start another one until I finish the last one, but, um, moon is next on my list of RPGs to play and I'm super excited for it. That's super cool. I know you've been hyped about that one. You've been literally talking about it for a year or so. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. I'll be, I'll be happy for you when you finally get a chance to delve into it. Right on. All right, man. <laughs> it is time for the new releases. Oh my God. Excitement. All right. Uh, well, there's not a lot to be excited about this week, unfortunately. We got three games. You ready? I'm I'm ready, man. Uh, the first one we talked about a few months back: Collection of Saga Final Fantasy Legend for the Switch. Yeah. And what yep. the hell? Let's call that our pick of the week. How about that? Easy. <laughs> uh, Marvel Realm of Champions for uh, mobile phones. And Ooh. then uh, finally, MXGP. 2020 for current gen consoles and pc yeah that, i would definitely go with the collection of, of saga that sounds yep. pretty epic that's it so with that it is time for our game spotlight all right man you ready? Uh, we're going to talk about a recently released game. This game's less than a week old. Look at us being all current. Oh, man. Um, we're going to talk about Immortals Phoenix Rising for pretty much every freaking console under the sun. Um, uh, and uh, I've been playing it on PS5, which, based on what I've read, is uh, kind of the superior version, um, the version that you want to get if you can. Um, otherwise every other console is fine. Sounds like, um, the switch version has a, is, has a bit of like performance issues and, you know, it, it introduces, uh, it introduces that old N N64 characteristic fog to the equation, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, amazing, amazing. But, uh, <laughs> other than that, I, I think no matter what console you'll have, it'll be, it'll be just fine to play. Um, so Immortals Phoenix Rising, what is it? It's Breath of the Wild is essentially what it is. Um, it's, it's a knockoff of Breath of the Wild starring, uh, Kid Icarus kind of, um, so and, it looks like, yeah. Yeah. And Hey, I mean, I saw that and I was like, shit, I'm in, I love Kid Icarus. I love Breath of the Wild. Let's play it. Um, yep. it, it, it delves heavily into Greek mythology. So if you're into that, you'll like this. And nice. it is about it is about a uh, a character named Phoenix who can be either a a boy or a girl depending on your preference and um, who is kind of like you know a, a, an unsuspecting hero right he's he crash lands he and his ship uh, he's like a he's like a minor character on his ship 
and they crash land onto an island. All his shipmates, including his heroic older brother, are turned to stone. Everybody on the island is turned to stone. So there's really nothing on the island except for um, except for, uh, you know, enemies and whatnot, you know, bad monsters and shit running around uh, that look like something straight out of, you know, Greek legend. And uh, and he's got to try to figure it out, figure out what happened and, and what he can do. He immediately uh, meets this this guy, this other kid who's running around and causing trouble. And uh, so he tries to rescue this kid and his adventure begins. That's kind of the gist. Um, graphically, looks a lot like Breath of the Wild. Gameplay wise, it's fucking Breath of the Wild. Uh, there's no uh, there's no. Um, weapon damage <laughs> i had to sneeze there um Gazunte. yeah there's no weapon damage so you don't have to deal with fucking constantly crafting weapons so if you're one of those who hated that part about breath of the wild good news you don't have to deal with that here um, that's kind of good yeah there's all sorts of uh, weapon customization um leveling up different uh, abilities you gain as you collect different currencies throughout the world you know as you'd expect in one of these games um mm-hmm. The uh, so uh, also like Breath of the Wild, after the like kind of introductory uh quests that you go through, the world just opens up and it's like go do what you want to do. Uh, there are missions here that you can follow around or you can just wander around and find shit. Um, tons of puzzles everywhere. You're gonna walk around every corner and you're gonna find another puzzle, you're gonna find like blocks to push, you're gonna find you know different things to do and solve all these different puzzles. and you're going to be shooting a lot of arrows through flames and lighting torches, <laughs> you know, typical Zelda style shit. Um, yep. You're going to, you're going to find, uh, so in, in breath of the wild, we had, what were they called? Shrines all over the place. Uh, you're, you're basically going to find those as well uh, wow. in this game. Um, there are in, in breath of the wild, you had your four divine beasts that you had to, you know, go and rescue or whatever they were. Uh, with the big dungeons uh same deal here you're gonna have four greek gods that have, are on the on this island or in this in this area that you're gonna have to uh huh. rescue and the whole deal like it is like fucking lifted note for note from <laughs> from breath of the so wild is this is this immortals game is this a little more golden axe warrior or is it a little more newtopia just out of curiosity it sounds it's uh, a little more Newtopia, I think. So it's a little more Newtopia. So what Josh is talking about here is on Turbo Graphics, there were uh, two games, Newtopia and Newtopia Two, that were basically Zelda like fucking knockoffs. Um, and and so if we want to continue with that analogy, like Newtopia uh, to Zelda, it feels a little not as magical, right? Um, hmm. So the world in Breath of the Wild, Hyrule, is like it's you just want to explore it and there's so many different areas and it's so like it's so immersive and organic you know like it it just you just wander around and you find like a little town or you find like this little area like a cave or something and you delve into it there is you know there are a lot of those moments in immortals but they just don't feel quite as well crafted you know Sure. Um, and, and, but, and I guess the, the key word, the operative word there is crafted. It feels crafted, you know, as where Hyrule in Breath of the Wild felt way more organic, where, yeah. where this, this, the Immortals feels crafted. You can see the fingerprints on the stuff, right? Um, but nevertheless, it's not to yeah, say it's a uh, bad game. It's a really good game. It's really fun. I like it a lot. Um, the whole thing is narrated by Zeus and Prometheus. 
so that's kind of fun like as you're wandering around there you know prometheus is the one narrating the story and then zeus provides like color commentary he's a smart ass and kind of an asshole um so narrated by zeus like as in tiny zeus lister rest in peace (laughs) no no rest in peace uh, no, not that guy. Yeah. Not the guy who just passed oh, away. Oh, okay. Uh, no, like the Greek god, right? And so Prometheus is telling the story. Zeus is kind of chastising him and busting his balls. And uh, and it's pretty fun. Like, you'll wander around a corner and Prometheus will be like, Phoenix came around the corner and saw, you know, this thing in front of him. And Zeus is like, yeah, big fucking deal. Get to the point, you know? Um, so <laughs> it's that kind of shit. And it, and it's pretty it's pretty fun. Um, I, I've seen people like... Uh, uh, complain about the commentary and the dialogue and call it corny and whatever, but fuck those people. They're just being cynical. You know, it's, it's fun. It's goofy. Um, this game is great for your kids. If your kids enjoyed, nice. if your kids enjoyed breath of the wild, um, they're going to love this, man. It's, it's really Good. great. And, and, any kind of complaints I have about it are mainly superficial. It's a good game. It's a well-built game and it's, it's, it's like breath of the wild light. And I'd have no complaints about that. I I would give this one a solid B if I were creating it, man. I'm not like super far into it. I'm probably about five, six hours into it. And I'm enjoying it, man. There's tons of stuff to do. And if I want, I can just focus on the main quest items or I can just fuck around and find different like, you know, shrines that aren't shrines because this isn't Breath of the Wild and they're called something else. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Um, it's okay. got all, it's got all the mechanics of breath of the wild where you fly around and you've got your stamina bar and the whole deal. Like, yep. yeah. So if you, you're, you're going to go into this and you're going to play it for about a half hour and you're going to feel just like breath of the wild, you're going to feel like, Oh shit. Great. The last question, Josh, you know, you sent something to me in text yesterday, uh, in our chat, um, mm-hmm. you had a question and I thought we could just maybe uh, riff on that for a couple minutes. Sure. Yeah, I'm down for that. I forget what the question was, though. So. (laughs) Oh shit. Okay. Well, you know, and 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 this is something we could come back to at a different episode as well. But um, I just wanted to chat about since since people have been really hard up on the Dark Souls games and and all these games, you know, the remake of what is it, Dark Souls, and then or what was it? What was the one that just came out? Demon Souls. Demon Souls. Okay. Demon Souls and Dark Souls and all these other types of games. Um, uh, and I, I just happened to watch, um, one of your good friends, uh, doing a stream, I think of the newest oh. Demon's Souls. Is that, is that, uh, is that Klaus? Klaus. Yeah. Yeah. And he was doing a stream and he, and he said something about, um, this game is making me cry like a little bitch. And I said, Hey, <laughs> what about that? I like that topic. Let's talk about some games that make us cry like little bitches. And I was thinking about it. And in the chat, I can't really, um, you know, relate to Demon Souls or Dark Souls and stuff like that. But there are definitely a lot of games that made me so upset, and I legit would sit and just get upset at one. You know, I just couldn't do it. Just yeah. they, it fucking knocked me down, and I never was able to pick it up again. And so that was that was what I was curious about. Just a couple games where it's like, or maybe a game in particular that you can think of that just knocked you on your ass. And I can go first because this is something I've been thinking about, and it, it's not even there a ghost and goblin. It's not even a Ghosts and Goblins or a Ghouls and Ghosts game where I do think they're very difficult. Yeah. But one game in particular that I can think of that I picked it up with anticipation and excitement and I was ready to get into it and it fucking destroyed me was ActRaiser 2 on the Super Nintendo. That nice. game upset me, hurt me, like scarred me for life. It is difficult and it is very, very hard. But they changed so much about it from going from the first one to the second one, and I fucking hated it. I mean, I just hated it. 
Yeah. But there are like there are like genuine communities out there and lots of people that support it saying you just need to get into it with a fresh set of mind, you know, a fresh mindset, not looking at it like it's going to be the first game over again and just dive into it. So about a year ago, I did that. And guess what? Same results. I fucking suck at it. It's a <laughs> bastard of a game. It's mean. It's hard. It's got very little like, oh, man, it's just it just makes you uncomfortable and things just happen so quickly. And, and no, it's like it's like if you're playing a game and you're feeling pretty comfortable about it, about it. And then you accidentally walk into a place where your level should be a whole hell of a lot higher and you just yeah. get annihilated, almost seemingly like, like on a purpose, get annihilated. That's what playing ActRaiser 2 is like. <laughs> um, makes me cry like a bitch. I, uh, you know, the easy answer for me, since we just talked about it, was Ultimate Ghosts and Goblins, or Ghouls and Ghosts, or whatever the fuck it was on PSP. Um, that was another game that I highly anticipated. I saw the screenshots. I loved how it looked, and uh, and I was all <laughs> jacked up for it. I think I made it to, like, level two. Um, uh, yeah. There is, there like, this level where you're going through, like, a lake of fire or something, and flames are shooting up. I don't think I ever even got past that, and I'm pretty sure that was the second level. Um, but another one that, that I'm, I thought of, and this is kind of a, I'm going to, I'm going to tweak my answer, tweak your question a little bit is uh, a game that I was crazy excited for. And I bought a console just because I wanted to play it was cut. Wow. Oh, and, uh, nice. and I cup. So I bought a console, I bought an Xbox one. I had held off for a long time because there's nothing on Xbox One that I gave a shit about other than Sunset Overdrive and um, and, sure. and and Forza Horizon. But those are the two other ones. And so I bought it and Cuphead wasn't out yet. It was coming out in like, I don't know, four or five months. But there was a really good deal on an Xbox One. And it came with, I think I got free extra controller. And I think I got Sunset Overdrive and Forza Horizon 3 for like free with it. So I was like, fuck it, I'm buying it. Um yeah. And all excited for Cuphead finally came out. I downloaded it and I was like, this is not at all what I was expecting. <laughs> uh, it, I mean, it looked amazing. It was beautiful, uh, as yep. you know. Um, but I was expecting just like a straight up platformer, you know, like, like, you know, oh. like, like a Mario style platformer or something, you know, where I'm no. bopping around through levels and jumping around and trying to fucking whatever. I was not expecting what essentially was a, a boss rush, you know. Just like yep. fucking boss after boss that you had to like solve, and um, and granted there are more levels than that to Cuphead, but uh, that right. is not at all what I expected, and I was so pissed. I was like, this fucking sucks, oh. and, and I was like, I was, and I'm like, it's hard as balls, like, and, and so I just did not. I I was pissed, <laughs> and I put it down. Like I played it for maybe two days, uh, two sessions probably, and then I didn't touch it for probably another couple of years uh, until mm. it came out on switch. And then uh, my friend, you know, you know, Dave who uh, co-host uh, super the hardest um, he was talking about how much he was loving it on switch. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to try this again. And, mm. and then I got into it Then I was like, okay, now that I understand what it is and I get it and yeah. I don't have all these preconceived notions or expectations about what it should be. Now yeah. I like it. I still wish it was a cool platformer. Uh, I would much prefer that. Um, but yeah. now, now, now I understand what it is. So I, I enjoy it. 
That's really cool. I think that it, it, it stands out on its own, though, as a run yeah. and gun shoot 'em up. A little bit of platforming here and there, but it had it been just another platformer, another cute, like, Klonoa looking platformer, yeah. I don't think it would have been as memorable. It would have been like one of those, like, ah, two weeks later, people have forgot about it already, but because it is so absolutely difficult and frustrating and and then it's just it's you know it'd be like contra if you put it on hard like the first time ever playing it like or super hard or whatever you know it's just i don't know i think it's a great game and, and that's an awesome choice too because cuphead i was not expecting it to be as difficult as it was yep. i think it was the first area teaches you how to play it a little bit and then you play your first boss and i was stuck on it for for maybe a half an hour to an hour and i put the controller down and i'm like i don't think i'm ever going to play this game again like this yeah. first boss the first boss that little bouncy ball where it's bouncing back and forth i couldn't believe it i was just like i'm never gonna be able to get through this and then we just kind of kept picking it up every once in a while and i never did officially beat it but i think i was on like the third island so I, maybe i should just get back into it but yeah yep. great choice awesome game i love it i love it the way it is right it's on. brutal all right man well that's it for us if you want more of our shenanigans you can go to mojomenace.com and check out the archives and our forums, mojomenace.com slash forums. Up on the top right, we got the link to our Discord chat where people are always chatting about stuff. And then uh, youtube.com slash mojomenace. You can find wacky videos that Klaus and I put up there along with some other stuff. And then, of course, on all the social media, we can be found at Mojo Menace. Josh, where do they find you? If you'd like to continue the conversation with me about being butthurt over how difficult ActRaiser 2 was, or if you'd like to join my support group, uh, of course, that's uh, HDLCL1, which is, of course, humans that are hurt by ActRaiser 2 in their childhoods. You can, of course, follow me on Twitter at underscore Joshua Turbo. Don't forget the underscore, as it is the most important underscore in all of the Internet. That's it for us. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. See ya.